You guys are gonna love this. Ready? So, first of all, what is up, everybody? You know what you're gonna love? This little bit of information right here. I just did an entire 47 minute podcast. Just forgot to hit record. So I've done this song already. Had a whole different playlist that you guys aren't gonna hear. Had some Amos Lee, some Lucinda Williams, some Kendrick Lamar. Had some police in there. Oh, it was a good one. I hope this second one lives up to it. Oh, I had a great rant. But I don't think you guys know how it goes with me with rants. Like, sometimes I nail it first time out of the gate, which I nailed this one. And now I don't fucking, who knows? I'm going to try to remember what I said. Oh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> but you know what? I'm happy to be with you. I'm happy to share this with you. I'm happy you can hear this song. Sing it. I hope you guys sing it with me. When we're at home. Voice is shot. Well, well, well. What's up, everybody? First of all, welcome to Fairly Normal. I wanted to put this out a little earlier in the week, but I don't know if you guys noticed, my Twitter kind of died off a little bit this week, my Instagram. Um, I just don't I just when 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 things like this go down like the school shooting in Florida I just feel like social media is not the place to be and I try to dip my toe in there every now and then and I just see all the shit and I see all of the negative shit and I see at this point I don't trust any of it I don't know who what account is real and what is fake and I'm really sickened by by people who are now put in positions of, I guess they're called journalists, that clearly just say things to stoke a fire, to flame a fire. It's not who they are off camera. They're playing a role. But this role they're playing is bad for the country. I think it's selfish. I can't wait for all you inflammatory motherfuckers to get really get your day. Really, I hope you're all like lottery winners where you have this day in the sun and then you get a crazy disease and you lose a foot or something. All you leches, all you fucking leches on both sides of the aisle who just stir people up. I hope your day is coming. I really do. And are you going, that's a terrible Josh. Are you wishing something bad happens to those people? Yeah, I am. Not death. Just I don't, I don't wish you success. I don't hope that you prosper off of the division that you're fucking sowing. I hope you don't. That's all I'm going to say. Now let's get back to some music. No, we're not listening to that song again. I was derelict in my duties. Okay. Oh, all right. Interesting. Mary Stewart, in his fabulous superlatives, please don't say goodbye. Marty Stewart. Did I say Mary? Sorry. Old school. 
Like an old school sound, right? I honestly don't know how this got on my shuffle. I've never heard this song before in my life. <laughs> there you go. Um, but there you go. Um, Marty Stewart. Guys, today on the Fairly Normal Podcast... Uh, I, I, if we have time, I'd love to tell you the story about um, somebody asked me why about my first TV deal and what happened with it and what happens with TV deals and all that stuff. So I'm happy to talk to you about that. Um, interesting lesson. Another interesting lesson learned about comedy last night here in L.A. Um, you know, the, it's weird how I perform on stage at the Laugh Factory and how I perform on stage at the Comedy Store. It's interesting how sometimes they're a little different. I, I shot something here at the house yesterday that I can't wait for you guys to see called Drunk or High. It's always been uh, interesting to me, and I've always waged bets and who does simple tasks better, drunk people or high people. We shot a bunch of those here yesterday with my friend Jenny Johnson. Super funny. Uh, an update on the mouth hole from uh, the dude who makes my coffee at Starbucks. Uh, I love to talk to you about the high live. If I can get to it, I'm at the Mohegan Sun this upcoming weekend. Check out to see who else is playing at the Mohegan Sun to see who my special guests might be. And I'd like to talk a little Black Panther with you. But first, um, man, unfortunately, we got to get to the shooting in, in uh, Florida. And um, I am not a guy who's going to sit here and throw you a, a lot of numbers at you and a lot of facts that I've looked up on the Internet for this small reason. Not that I haven't read a bunch of articles and listen to a bunch of interviews, but I feel like facts at this point in time, look, it used to be like, man, facts, man. But the truth is the facts are becoming like the Bible. Like people are cherry picking them and they're cherry picking facts that they like to help their arguments. Makes complete sense. But the problem with that shit is that, um, you're not actually looking for a solution. You are just trying to be right. Oh, here we go, everybody. Rockin' Robin from the Jackson 5, live at the forum. My thing is this, guys. You want to be right or you want to find a solution? Okay, so solutions usually start with compromise. And so here's what I think is the big problem with people and arguments today. They start on the things that they don't agree on. Well, if you start with the things you don't agree on, you're never going to agree. Do you understand what I mean? So, uh, if the argument is less guns, more guns, less guns, more guns, less guns, more guns, eh, you're never going to win. But if you start any argument, guys, any argument with one thing you guys agree on, Okay, how can we reach this goal? So you start, and what do you do? You agree that there should be no school shootings? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, we do. Okay, how do we do that? Well, I would like to see this happen. I really, I would kind of like to see this happen. Well, how do we make a little of both of that happen, guys? That's called compromise. Super easy, super easy. I don't know why we can't have armed guards at schools, which I, I at first was against. I'm not talking about a dude with a with an assault rifle over his shoulder or a machine gun, an armed guard, an armed guard. With a direct line to the backups. I, I don't think we need to have uh, an army patrolling schools. I think that's a bad sign and a bad signal. 
But I don't think there should be guns with teachers. I don't think more untrained people with guns is a great idea. And I don't think we should be telling teachers to train with guns if they don't want to. I don't think the gun in the classroom. I don't. Mm, I'm not buying that. But I do like the armed guard idea. I do. Even though there were some of this high school in Florida. And you can probably, if you're a student or somebody, you can probably figure out where the patrol is, when, and all that shit. Not a perfect solution, but something. At the same time, guys, it's it's so funny to me that, you know, there are people who are just like totally taking the responsibility Oh, and being like, it's not guns, it's people. Okay, well, cool, man. Well, then why is heroin illegal? Heroin doesn't kill people. It's people who do heroin that kill people. It's the stupidest argument of all. Just, look, if that heroin is on the shelf, it's not going to kill anybody. You know what I mean? Heroin on the shelf doesn't kill anybody. Doomsday, Ryan Adams off the Prisoner album. I'm just saying. My thing is that, like, of course you need a person to pull the gun, pull the trigger of the gun. But that, if they don't have a gun, then they can be crazy and try to stab people. So, like, guys, I get it. It's a mental health issue, but not everybody who's going on these shooting sprees is crazy. But we do have a mental health issue. We also have a gun issue. I don't know why it can't be both. Here's what's crazy to me. So there are mentally ill people all around the world. But this, we can't run from the fact that it happens more here than anywhere else. We can't run from that fact. Are we saying there are no mentally ill people anywhere else? No, of course there are. Guys, we're not going to take all the guns. Stop with that shit. And don't, if you're buying into that, you're just as hysterical as the people who are buying into, into Trump as Hitler. The dude is not Hitler. He's not smart enough to be Hitler, okay? <laughs> He's not a good enough leader to be Hitler. That's so crazy, right? But Hitler fucking led a country, man. Unified him. This dude can't do that shit. And I'm a Jew, man. He was a terrible dude. He must have done something right. He got a whole fucking... He had to have some kind of smarts, didn't he? This dude's not Hitler. He's dumb as fuck. He's dumb as fuck. And I'm going to get in trouble for saying Hitler was smart. Guy, I don't know a lot about him, but I'm just assuming you don't... In a manipulative sociopath. And a lot of sociopaths are smart. Trump is not a sociopath. And he's not smart. And he's not Hitler. Okay? He's a self-serving douche fuck. That's fine. We've had those in office before. All right. And by the way, for the record, I didn't care that Bill Clinton got a blowjob. And I don't care that Donald Trump is fucking porn stars. That's not what makes him a bad president. That may, may make him a bad husband. And that's up to Melania to decide, but that's not our thing. And this happened before he was president. It's such a non-fucking issue to me. It's such a non-issue to me. It, it really is. Like, it's a non-issue to me as far as him being a president. It's terrible. as a, He's a terrible husband, but like, whatever. Okay, let's get back to the guts. We can't look past the fact that it happens here. So why does it happen here so much? Why does it happen here so much? We have more mentally ill people. We have more people. We have more guns. What is it? Was it people are angrier? What is it? What? It's a lot. It can be a lot of different issues. But why can't we tackle a lot of different issues? Why can't? And what do you mean we have a mental health issue? So you're saying we need to lock all the mentally ill people up? No, we can't do that, man. 
We just can't lock people up for being mentally ill. We can make it way harder for them to get a fucking gun. Now, I know you guys are saying this dude, he passed tests, he went through legal channels and got his guns, and the FBI dropped a ball. Yeah, I bet you the FBI drops a ball a lot. I bet you they do. Oh, I love L. King. L. King, see you again. So we can't assume that the FBI is going to pick up the ball every time. There's got to be other safeguards in place. You know how many fucking phone calls they probably get about a dude saying he's going to shoot up a school? And it, it was a dereliction of duty and they fucked it up and they're going to fuck up again. So why don't we have more than one safeguard? Why? I, I know this is sound terrible, but listen, if you need medication, if you need medication to even yourself out, if you need medication without medication, you could potentially be dangerous. You don't need a fucking gun. I'm sorry, you don't need a fucking gun. Because I have known a ton of people in my life who need medication to even themselves out. And whatever they're taking to even themselves out, whispers to them every day, you don't need that medication anymore. No, 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 you're going to be fine. Just let us out for a second. This shit happens. I know, does that sound terrible? That if you need medication to even yourself out, if without medication you're a dangerous person, you shouldn't have a gun? I don't know. Is that the solution? I don't know. It's something. What I mean is the status quo is not working, guys. We clearly are not doing something right. So why do we have the same fucking arguments every time? Why do we argue with each other every time? More guns, less guns, more guns, less guns. It's not an assault rifle. It's an assault rifle. Who fucking cares? You're talking semantics now. Not an assault rifle is a assault rifle. Children died. I give a fuck what you call it. You call it a pea shooter. I give a fuck. You want to call it a dainty bear. I don't give a fuck what you call it. Kids are dying. So to cling to your gun while kids are dying and be like, we need more of these without being able to come to the table and be like, all right, I don't like it. And I love this rifle and I love this weapon. But you know what? I'm willing to give up this weapon or you know what I already, and guys, I don't think we should go around taking guns from people. That's going to start a revolution and I don't, it's just not going to happen. But I mean, it just seems bananas. I think anytime someone should buy a gun, anybody, myself included 60 days. Why you need a gun right now? Why do you need a gun right now? Because if somebody needs a gun right now, Hmm. That means they, they think they got to do something with it, isn't it? Like if I needed, if I was like, man, I need to go get a gun right now. So if somebody tried to break into my house and I needed to go get a gun right now, that's a deal. That's when you go and there, you can do comment got in laws. If there's a direct threat, maybe there's a way to work around the 60 days. I'm just saying like common sense needs to be Addressed. Why I mean direct threat? Like if you just got robbed or. All right, J. Cole, I see you. Born center, J. Cole. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me, guys. How, as grown ups, all we do is just continue to 
yell at each other. But people are still dying all over the place. There isn't one solution. It isn't just less guns. It isn't just mentally ill. It's everything. It isn't just making sure the school is secure. It's everything. But everybody is going to have to give a little bit. That's the biggest problem, guys. Nobody is into giving. And nobody wants to actually have a conversation. They want to be right. You, and then you just align yourself with people who think you're right. That is so stupid. It's so fucking dumb. Oh, my God. You just sit in an echo chamber and blow each other all day? That is dumb as fuck. There's got to be compromise as adults and human beings. And if part of the compromise is, hey, and you didn't want armed guards at your school, there's armed guards at your school. You didn't think your kids should see that? Tough shit. Tough shit. New world. Tough shit. You don't want it? Tough shit. And if the compromise is teachers get guns in classroom and teachers get and they can bring guns in the classroom, fine. Teacher brings a gun in the classroom. But then we get something the left. Now when I say we, I'm not I'm speaking for the people who weren't happy with the guns in the classroom. They get something. Hey, you know what? It's 60 days for anybody to buy a, anybody to buy a gun. A gun. Hey, you know what? If you're 18, you can't just go to a gun show and get a gun. Why not? Well, because you're 18. You still jerk off in a sock. Like, why you, why I barely let you drive a car? I'm gonna let you have a fucking gun? You remember being 18? You remember the stupid shit you did? I, okay. It's God, and I'm not, a, I'm not a God guy. I was 18, man. And I'm not gonna mention their names. And anybody who went to my high school knows who I used to hang out with. And I saw, I saw two dudes at a party play Russian roulette with a gun. Because you're 18. And we were all like, oh! But you see this shit online. 18-year-old dudes jumping off roofs of houses onto tables and shit. Like nothing bad is going to happen. Lighting themselves on fire. They're dumb as fuck. They should have guns? They should. 18-year-old dudes? And I know we were talking about the military and the police. And I get it. They're trained. I'm, I, 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 I'm not saying the, 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 the system is perfect. But they're trained. You go into the army with a bunch of other people that you're there for four years at least to get trained. You're being trained. That's your job. You're not just some 18-year-old dude who works at Exxon who drinks four loco and is mad because, you know, somebody cut him off in traffic. You know what I mean? You're not some 19-year-old kid who's mad because he got kicked out of school and he's a little mentally unstable. And his mom just died and nobody knows all that shit. And his dad died when he was younger. Nobody knows all that shit that's happening to him. And he's already predisposed to be a little fucking off. And now he can just go buy guns? You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm all for the give. I'm all for the give. Guys, this is one of my favorite Nirvana songs. Heart J Box. In utero, Nirvana. Now, I know some of you, my, my arguments, those of you who have listened to this podcast forever, you know, I don't write it down. I miss things. There's holes in my arguments. I'm not coming at you with numbers because, like I said, those numbers, someone's going to come at me with numbers that, in their mind, dispute those. 
Fine. Let's talk common sense. Let's talk about what we all should want, which is people to stop dying. Let's talk about what we all should want, is that there are more gun deaths in this country than anywhere else, and we would all want, should all want that to stop. Okay. How? Taking people's guns isn't going to work. It's just not going to. And you're like, well, we're going to make it harder to get love for law-abiding citizens to get guns? Yeah, because guess what? Everybody's a law-abiding citizen until they're not. Yo, until this kid, Nicholas Cruz, committed his first crime, he was a law-abiding citizen. Until that motherfucker with red hair in the Aurora movie theater, until he wasn't a law-abiding citizen, he was. Those Muslims in San Bernardino, they were law-abiding citizens until they weren't. Everybody is. That argument to me makes no sense. You're punishing law-abiding citizens. Yeah, because I don't know who they are. And if you're a law-abiding citizen, what's the problem with waiting 60 days? What's the fucking problem? So people can look into you a little bit. People may be able to ask around, hey, is this dude out of his fucking mind? They might at least be able to check your Instagram and your Facebook or your Reddit posts and be like, hey, you know, he's talking about killing people. Give us 60 days. What's the fucking problem? You think the bad guys in 60 days are going to... Give us 90 days. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. I don't I just don't understand, man. Why we can't as a group decide. Hey, you know what? Even if we all decided, you know what? Some places we like to do open carry. We're going to do open carry to deter people from shooting each other. Okay. I don't know that that works, by the way. Like, I don't know that everybody having a gun if you ask police officers, and I don't know, I would love to have a police officer on the show. If you ask police officers, you want everyone to have a gun? I bet you they'd be like, fuck no. We would love it if nobody had a gun. I bet would be my assumption. They would rather go on calls, traffic stops, whatever. Not thinking that everybody had a gun. I bet you they'd be happy about that. Also, and I may be wrong about this, but I think it's illegal for anybody besides MPs to carry weapons on army bases. So if if the rhetoric is we just need more guns and more well-trained people, well, how much more well-trained do you get than an army base? Why can't they all just carry their guns? If they're not concerned with that shit, if they think, right? If the idea is that more trained people with guns is better, then why can't everybody on the army base carry a gun? Because I, I think I remember that when that tragedy during the Fort Hood shooting, I was thinking, well, everybody's got a gun, right? Nope. Just the MPs and that crazy motherfucker. But the army must not want all their people armed all the time. Why? Do they think that a group full of highly trained, armed young men and women together isn't a good idea? Huh. I'm just saying, everybody. Let's have some honest conversations. No, I, I don't think the answer is coming to take people's guns. As somebody who owns a gun, I'm not into that. But I also am into saving lives. And if you told me, hey, everybody will stop dying if you give up your gun. I'd be like, yeah, I give up my fucking gun. I'm just saying, guys, it, it just seems like we're really not. Oh, I love this song by the Beatles. She's leaving home. It really doesn't seem like we're looking for 
A solution? That's the crazy part. Are we looking for a solution, really? It just doesn't feel like it sometimes. And it's frustrating. And watching these kids who are crying out for us to be the grown-ups and find solutions. And all we can do is cling to our own beliefs is bananas to me. Guys, if we need people with guns in schools walking around to protect the kids, what's the fucking problem? What's the problem? I don't know who's going to pay for it. I mean, teachers are having to bring their own supplies into schools. So education budgets being cut all over the place. So I don't know who's paying for that. You know, teachers have to buy their own fucking rulers and staplers, which is ridiculous to begin with. However, who's paying for it? If you wanted to not build the wall and make sure every school in America had an armed police officer with a with a with a car out in front, a presence, everybody, a presence. And I don't particularly think that a generation from now that would be an issue. And I know how much young kids like police officers. It's actually not a terrible idea in some communities for community outreach. People who don't trust the cops to see a friendly face there every day who there's going to be protecting them, saying hello to everybody. That might not be a very terrible idea either. I'm just saying, guys. If that's going to stop it, let's look into that. But we all have to be willing to look behind doors that we haven't been willing to open before. Our kids can't keep dying. It's heartbreaking. The the thought that you send your kid to school... And then that kid isn't safe anymore. And we can't figure out a way to fix that. We just keep leaving them exposed. Because we don't want to give in on our beliefs. Because those aren't our kids. Because it's not real. Because it's not happening in our city. Is fucking ridiculous. Get a hold of yourselves for fuck's sakes. Look outside of your little world and see that people's lives are being ruined. Kids are dying. People are dying. We got to be better. All right. Sorry. Needed one of those. It just is like. Anyways. On to some. Uh. More cheerful news, guys. Yesterday, I shot something here at the house called Drunk or High. Always been my theory that high people do things better than drunk people. Uh, my friend Jenny Johnson came ho- came over yesterday, and we shot a bunch of them. Uh, they were super funny. Uh, I got super high, and she got drunk. I think I might have little been a little higher than she was drunk. This is Family is Family by Casey Musgraves. I like Casey Musgraves. Uh, but yeah, shot something yesterday. It was really very cool. Um, I don't want to say who won or lost, but it was a good time. Um, I was super high. I was a lot of giggling, a lot of good times. And um, they will air 
in March on my new show on Twitch, which I will be telling you guys more about. I'm super excited about that. Cannot wait to get it started. A lot of fun things happening. Also, I uh, learned a lot last night on stage about the difference, different types of energy and um, when s maybe a whisper gets a better laugh than a yell. Interesting. Uh, I told the same story in two different ways last night. One at the comedy store and one at the Laugh Factory. One way more energy, one more of just like a straight ahead. And it was really interesting to see the difference, you know, um, and which parts worked better and which parts didn't. Um, and it also helped me. Uh, uh, it really helped me watching guys like Dalia and Rogan really turn over every stone. You know, being on the road more than performing here, I've developed different habits than they have. Um, I would say, I would say worse habits, but they've served me well on the road. Um, but, uh, really learning a lot about comedy right now. It's so weird. So many years in to be just discovering shit about yourself, but I'm having such a good time on stage right now. I'm at the Mohegan sun this weekend, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Those tickets always go fast. Check out who else is playing at the Mohegan this weekend to see who the uh, special guest might be. Having such a good time on my High Live, everybody. How are you not all watching High Live on the Facebook fan page? It seems like you should be. I might try to do a dual cast, Periscope and Facebook, just to see what ha what ha happens. Um, ooh. What? Uh, uh, sing it. Um, I can't wait to see Black Panther. I can't quite understand what the controversy is. Uh, I really haven't figured out what the controversy is. Like, I I looked around online and, and like, I don't know what the hoopla is. Do people really care that there's a black superhero? Who fucking cares? And do you really care there's no white people in that movie? Why? I don't even know why this is an issue. What? What is the... And, and I, I, I read somewhere an article that said, is it okay for white kids to wear the Black Panther costume? Yeah, of course it is. Stop dividing us, you fucks. Of course it's okay. It's a superhero. He wants to be a superhero. It's good. It's healthy that a little white kid would see a black superhero and be like, I want to be that guy. That's good, you stupid fucks. He's not painting his face black. He's not black facing. He's wearing a pink, a pink panther, a black, a pink panther was pretty good, but the original pink panther. That fucking pink panther with Steve Martin was do, do, stew. Oh, but if you guys haven't watched original pink panther movies, it's some of the best comedy. I miss the pink panther, uh, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway. I miss that kind of humor. Um, I never understood a word that anybody in ACDC ever said. 
But uh, I just don't understand what the fucking problem is. And could white kids? Yeah, white kids will wear the fucking costume, you dumb fucks. Of course they can, you stupid dummies. You dumb, dumb, dummy dumbs. What's the problem? You tell your kid. And then there was, I saw another woman who said, I'm not going to the theater because I don't want to ruin the movie with my whiteness. What the fuck? You could ruin it with your stupidity. You could ruin it with being such a dumbass. Go see the theater. The people who made the movie want you to buy a ticket, Whitey. They, they don't just want black people to go. They want everybody to go see the movie together. It, this is not supposed to be like where only black people can see this movie for the first week. No, everybody. It's a movie. It's a fuck. You think black people weren't allowed to go see Titanic? It's a fucking movie. You want to go see it, white lady? Go fucking see it. I don't want to ruin it with my whiteness. You're going to ruin it with being such a dumb motherfucker. That's where you're going to ruin it with. Being so dumb. With having the common sense of my asshole. My asshole doesn't have common sense. It might, actually. Does an asshole have common sense? Did I ask you if fish drink water? Fish drink water. Somebody explain that to me. That freshwater fish do, but saltwater fish don't. Or one of the, or the other way around. Saltwater fish do and freshwater fish don't. Anyways, it just seems crazy to me. It's just the same thing with the Ghostbusters and the Wonder Woman. I, it, it seems... It's a movie, everybody. And I, some people don't like the new Star Wars because there isn't a strong male lead. It's a fucking movie. It's a make-believe universe. Any problem you have with Star Wars because you don't believe it to be real, I just want you to go back and check. Like, I got an argument with somebody who was like, that's not how a Jedi would act. How the fuck do you know? The guy who invented Jedis wrote this movie. So, yes, that is how Jedis act. It, it doesn't have anything to do with how you think they act, Tyler. You know what I mean, Travis? I'm sorry that you had misconception about the Jedi. People who sign petitions online to take down Star Wars movies. What the fuck? They're fake. They're not real. You're arguing with the people who made up the world. Dummies. Ugh. I went on the gun thing too long. I think I'm already past my half hour. I am. Um, there has been talk between my wife and I about really, because she knows how much I enjoy doing these, but I don't do more of them because I, I, I feel an ob not an obligation, but I love talking to her, you know. Uh, but she, She's like, you know, you should do one a night, even if it's only 15 minutes, and just have it be your diary. I would love to do that because I could have talked to you last night about watching Big Brother. Oh, my boy Ross is killing it. I mean, I didn't think I'd like a show like that. <gasps> Guys. This is the monophonics all together. I'm so into this kind of music right now. Here's the deal. Watching uh, Big Brother, watching my friend Ross. I'm rooting for you, buddy. Uh, I've never watched an, a minute of the show. I could never do that show. Ever in a million zillion years. Oh, my God. 
I don't want to be under. First of all, I don't want to be under a microscope that much. So I think I would just do things to make people uncomfortable. Like I think I would go straight naked the entire time I was there. I would be disgusting. I wouldn't shower. I'd be like, people would be like, this dude has got to go. It just seems terrible. I don't like the spirit of it. But the spirit of it is you win by being an asshole. You win by backstabbing. I don't like that. I, I Just the spirit of that shit I don't like. And I think we... Listen, guys. I think reality TV really brings out the... Like, when you go on there, it brings out the worst. Just think about what The Bachelor is. In our time of women empowerment and Me Too and Time's Up. Oh, oh but then once or twice a year, we're going to have 25 women make fucking fools of themselves and fawn over this one douche fuck and backstab each other and get hysterical. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. Nobody finds love on that show. You're not going to fall in love with someone in two weeks. Nobody finds love. How many people are still together? Two? Nobody finds love. You go if you want to see what it, how cool it is to have a date on a helicopter. But, like, shows like that, I think, bring out the worst in people. Shows like that are the fucking of our society. It just dumbs us all down. It dumbs us all down. And I would say the same thing about Big Brother. And at the same time, I can't stop watching it. I didn't think this would happen to me, guys. But I got to tell you, the smart thing is to get some. You got to get an Omarosa and you got to get a Shannon Elizabeth. You got to get people that people are not going to like that much and be like, here, hate on them for a little while. I was as someone who worked with Shannon Elizabeth on a TV show. I was so happy to see her upset. I was so happy to see her not win and not get what she wanted. I'm not going to go ahead and get into it too deep, but you deserve you deserve that. (laughs) I think she does great work with animals. I wish she was as good with people as she was with animals. Anybody who worked on a show with her, you know what I'm talking about. Um, come on, Eric Church, Jack Daniels. Um, but yeah, I'm, I got to tell you about Amorosa. I, I, she is... Now, I've talked to people who know her who's like, they're like, yeah, that's just how she makes her millions, but she's nothing like that. Mm, I don't buy that. I just don't think... I don't think... Look, I'm a, I don't think you can be that comfortable playing the bad guy unless you're a little bit of a man. You know what I mean? I don't think unless I just think she plays everybody. I think she's an opportunist. I think she's an amazing opportunist. I don't know that she knows who she really is. But then again, I don't know her personally. Just the people who say that she's a great person. But uh, I also know people who say Shannon Elizabeth is a great person. So you can't believe everything you hear. <laughs> I do love watching the human condition of the show and watching people snap. I, I I think I think the regular Big Brother, now that I've understood the rules are different, will be more interesting to watch than this one. Because they're really cut off for longer. They don't get as many amenities. There's a fucking camera next to the toilet just in case and people if people start messing around, like how can you mess my big question, like especially for the people who are there for three months, like do you go three months without jerking off? Like that honestly was my first question. Do you go three months without? Here are my two. Here are my two questions. 
do you go three months without jerking off? And like as somebody who has terrible farts and like in in like room side of the house clearing poops where you're like, hey, don't go on that side of the house. Yeah, dad was over there. Like typical dad shit, you know, not shit, but shit, shit. Yeah, shit. How you do that? And I just have bad gas. That's just a part of the deal. I like to hotbox people. I'm all, I, I heard in the other show that you have to sleep with someone. I would Dutch oven my, my bed partner, my bedmate, first night. I would fart the entire time. Be like, hey, you want to sleep next to me? I would fart on their leg. Get me the fuck out of this house. I will say, I am, I am pulling for Ross. If Ross doesn't win, I know this is going to be controversial because uh, I know who people feel like she is. But if she doesn't win, if Ross doesn't win, I'm pulling for Brandy. I, I, look, I don't, I don't particularly agree with how she's made. Not agree, but I would have never gone about being getting famous the way she did. And she's dug herself a hole. She has to be that person. That's the person people want to see. But she had a really real moment when she was uh, trying to tell one of the people on the show, Keisha, to stay. Where she was like, listen, I miss my kids too. And she sees a finish line. Like, how long can I make money being Brandy Glanville? This is a way for her to make money. She thought for a second this woman leaving was hurting her chance to feed her kids. And there was a real human moment there for her. Which I don't think I'd ever in a million years said I would pull for Brandy Glanville. Not because I don't like her. I've met her a few times. I like Brandy just fine. I don't agree with a lot of the ways that she goes about her business, but that's just because we're different people. I don't mean it in a malicious way. She's just a little too tell everybody anything for me. And um, oh, I can't get enough of Eric Church. So good. Um, so I, I I would root for maybe Brandy. I, I I've met her kids and I really hope that she's putting money away and and um, so I can see myself rooting for Brandy, which is I can't believe I just said that. But after Ross, maybe Brandy, and um, I also would love to see that dude James win. I hated him that first day, but he's grown on me, man. And to have a target on your back from day one and to still be there. He's doing something. So uh, that's it, man. That's what I would go for. Now, listen, ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates. Such exciting shit happening. The show on Twitch, which I can't wait to tell you about. I got promos coming out soon. Uh, we shot Drunk or High. We'll be streaming it live starting in March. Um, ComedianJoshWolf.com for tour dates. At Comedy. Guys, please. The one thing I enjoy doing more than anything right now is my high live. Check it out. Even if you don't aren't a weed person, this isn't. It's not like just all. Come on, Clarence Carter. Anybody listening? No, Clarence Carter. Ah, off the Let's Burn out. It's called Another Night. I'm really into like 70s R&B funk right now. 80s, mostly 70s, this whole 60s area. 
Yeah. I don't know what I was saying. Oh, the High Life. Guys, it's on my Facebook fan page. I'm having so much fun doing it. I It really is the thing that I like doing the most. Just me talking to you. Hi. Fun shit. Serious shit. Ridiculous shit. But check it out for me, will you? And if you watch it already and you know somebody else who might like it, tell tell somebody. Tell a motherfucker. Uh, I got shows coming up in San Antonio. I got shows coming up in Utah. I got, that's March. I got one more in March. I don't remember. Um, and uh, this weekend, Mohegan Sun, Facebook fan page, High Live. Be good to each other, everybody. It is in the power to change is in our hands. And all I can tell you is stop. If you're anti-Trump, stop focusing your venom on him. Guess what? The more you yell, guess what? The less things are going to change. I would start focusing on the people. The people who think you're some sort of libtard, whatever. Focus on the people. And listen, if you're a Trump fan, and or not even Trump fan, if you're just sick of the establishment and the status quo, I get that too. I think we all are. That is a common theme. Uh, but we start with the people where we where we we agree on even if you just need to agree on I love this country. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, then let's try to figure out how we can both live here simultaneously without screaming at each other all the time. It's not that hard. It really isn't that hard. There's some things we all agree on. Let's start there. And we're like, oh, shit, we agree on these 100 things? Okay. What don't we agree on? Oh, okay. Well, since I see you're reasonable about these other 100 things that we all agree on, I'm assuming you're somewhat reasonable. So I'm going to give this and you're going to give this. Oh, okay. Well, that's how that works. I'm hoping that the younger people who get into politics abandon that shit of somehow looking at compromise or reaching across the aisle as weak. That's what strength is. That's how you lead. That's how you lead. You childish mother scratchers. We're going to leave you here. This has been a pretty mellow playlist. We're going to leave you with one of my all-time favorites. Robert Earl Keen. This is here in Arkansas. It takes so little to be good to each other. It takes so little to listen. It takes so little to open a door, to say thank you, to say please, to smile. It takes so little. It's so much harder to be an asshole, to reach out to strangers online, to tell them how much of a dick they are. Why don't you reach out to a stranger and be like, hey, you know what? I'm with you. I'm sorry you're so mad. Stop listening to social media about how America feels. You understand how many fake accounts there are? I'm not just saying, I'm not saying Russians. Fake accounts. You understand how many trolls there are? Not fake accounts. They're just doing things to stir you up. You understand how 
a hundred people, like one person with a hundred fake accounts can tweet and retweet and retweet and retweet and make it seem like this is a fucking movement. Whatever they want to get across. Go outside. Talk to people. Talk to the people in your neighborhood. Not yell. Talk to the people in your neighborhood. Even if you're a group, you live in a neighborhood of all anti-Trump people. And reach out. What the fuck, everybody? When do we stop reaching out? And don't reach out in a political way. Or just reach out and be like, hey, man. We're playing softball. You want to come play with us? When you start to deal with each other as human beings and start to deal with each other on the basic part of being human that we like, what we can agree on, when you get to the things that you disagree on, you're already going to respect that person. As a human being, you started with love. You didn't start with hate. You started with love. And it's, sometimes it's easier. Now, listen. May not. We all have family members where we're like, man, I love that person, but they're fucking dumb as shit. All right. And again, guys, I'm not a kumbaya dude. I'm not saying, hey, we need to love everybody. Nope. Respect. Compromise. So easy. Stop holding on to shit that you think is right. Let's look for solutions. Obviously, everybody's wrong right now. Let's, let's find some solutions. This is the greatest fucking country in the world. Those of us in the middle are fully aware of that. We need to group together to make sure the far left and the far right aren't ruining this fucking place for us. Aren't burning it to the ground before our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids can live this fucking great life. Look outside. We live... It's so good. You're alive. For You're alive once. Live. Stop being so scared. Live. Stop being scared of the person who lives next door. Live. Go do the shit that you want to do. Be human. To other people. It's so easy. Life is so good. So good. And we live in such a great time and we live in such a great place we cannot forget that as someone who tours every every week we have more in common with each other than we don't stop letting them divide us and even when you think differently it doesn't mean the other people are assholes some of them are it doesn't mean they all are let's get it together everybody perfectly a song is ending. <laughs>